Welcome to the latest podcast, wherever you're listening, uh, and whatever time you're listening at, just to uh, to rob a bit of the esque uh, introduction that he does on his uh, podcast. Um, tonight, uh, it's uh, Witch, Mitch and Barry Williams, um, the terrible trio, <laughs> uh, and we're back to, uh, to discuss really what's a quick moving situation with the league now. Uh, it feels like we're recording these every other two days, doesn't it? But... Uh, and it's been a bit longer than that, a whole week. But um, start at eleven. Um, the game didn't exactly go how I expected it to. Um, what do you reckon, lads? Born. Well, first half was terrible. And every time, every turned over to pointless. It was crap. Yeah. It was just boring. No chances. Don't don't remember any keeper making a save either. No, don't. I think it's it's what we sort of expected. Isn't it? it's like a pre-season friendly these matches, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but better set than half, wasn't it? To be fair, yeah, a little, exactly. little, little bit better than anyway. But um, do you, do you think the the start? I mean, if we maybe start saw the start at eleven, there, there was one change, wasn't there? Bernard came in for Gordon. Um, do you think we should shuffle more players? Do you think that was part of it that we you know we played a couple of games in quick succession or no? Because everyone else, no one else seems to be like properly rotating. Do we? I mean, yeah. I know not interested the their big three but they, they had the cup game on Shatty didn't he so mm. I might have been why he's done that but no I'd, I'd just go with your strongest team it's better to start strong mm. than have them on the bench chasing the game innit I thought the team was so, right to, to be honest what he picked um, I wouldn't have changed anything really we discussed maybe starting um, I think we said we could either start and Moise Keane yeah and probably yeah. Charles and Rice but no I think it was just probably Strongest team you could have picked. Yeah, well, we said that to the Derby, didn't we? Mm. That that team should go ahead. Yeah. And we said we did say maybe Gordon yeah. would drop out and either Bernard will come in or mm. he'll move to Charles and all that. And the, the players who played on against Norwich mm. picked themselves because of how well they played the game before. Yeah, no, I agree. It's um, it's interesting that Awobi seems to be picking up a bit of pace now, doesn't he? Obviously, I expected him to play on the left, but again, he played on the right. Um. Probably again, like most of the team had a better second half than he did first half. Not, to, uh, but he, he is starting to really. I mean, if you look at his stats here, just quickly run through them. Uh, successful passes twenty nine, attacking third pass, uh, third passes ten. So that's maybe one what one and three of his passes were in the attacking third. The pass accuracy was seventy four percent. So pretty much mm. most of the time he's completing his passes. Successful dribbles four. Recoveries nine, which is a big number. Mm. Clearance is four, tackles two, interceptions two. So he's you know, he's doing up and down as well. That must have all been in the second half though. Probably a lot of it were, but I, mm. I think that it didn't help that Davies and Gomez just didn't get off to a, a fast start that they at all. Um, well, they didn't get off to any start really. No, yeah. I, I think that that didn't help him then on the right because mm. the, the two people in the centre of the field aren't. Pick up the ball and control the game. Mm. Comes harder as a winger, I suppose, to get into the game, then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think Bernard even looked a little bit rusty first half as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, not much better second half, like like the rest of the team. And do I reckon he more shoots and Chelsea started, but because he works hard. Yeah. And you can you can see, like, we start with a 4 4 2, but in like a transition when mm. we're defending, mm. you can see it all be shot in it. That, like, right wing back and Coleman moves over. Yeah, and that's and it's all, it doesn't it never seems to be Bernard mm. slotting in at left wing back. It's always yeah, a will shift down 
Yeah. Couldn't move over. He'll never beat Bernard. And yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. If, so, if you remember his first game against Burnley, he done it with Sazibi, didn't he? He had Sazibi right yeah. wing, and he sort of done a similar role. Um, so yes. Do you think he he could actually solve this as a problem here? I mean, I, I want him to do well. Uh-huh. I don't know what's to be paid. Twenty eight, thirty from Yeah, so sure. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah. And, and to be honest, he started well because he, mm-hmm. he scored. He scored against Wolves, didn't he? Yeah, he scored in the cup. Can't be cracking at He scored against Lincoln in the cup, and then he, mm-hmm. then he sort of went off the boil a bit, mm-hmm. and then he got that injury. Yeah. When we played, in, oh, I don't know what game was it. it might have been Arsenal, the nil nil, and. Then he was injured then, and then he yeah. come back in. Because I thought, we, when we played Chelsea, Ferguson's first game, I thought he was man of the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was outstanding, I thought. I remember the game, the game against West Ham at home, 2-0, and he played the number 10, didn't he? He played off the Chelsea, yeah, and he was excellent that day. Yeah. So, um, so he showed he can play a few positions as well. Yeah, and that's, that's what you need, and he needs yeah, versatility, versatility, yeah. But no, like, I want him to do well. And as you said, like, first half, they, they were all shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of them were. Yeah. Uh, second half he did pick up, and you pro- and you, I think what people are gonna get at is like, because he's just come from Arsenal and he played left wing, didn't he? Mm. And they, let's be honest, they can go forwards at the click of a finger. Yeah. Whereas we can't, mm. so he's he's got to have that like defensive side. So so people are gonna think he just he doesn't do nothing going forward. Mm. But as you mentioned, Dave, with the stats like yeah, tackles, yeah. work rate's outstanding. So mm. you know that that's sound. Yeah, I, I think I think he's probably a bit more intelligent than people give him credit for as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's quite an intelligent footballer. You know, his position and you know, he, like you say, he can play in a, a multitude for of positions young lads as well. for a young lad. Yeah, because yeah. he is 12, 23, 27, 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I thought he was about twenty nine when we bought. Yeah, yeah. He's been in some games, and uh, the big question mark in the summer was. Um, Probably gonna have to spend a bit of money on that right hand side. And I just feel as though he could save us a pretty penny or two to distribute elsewhere, maybe in the centre centre of midfield. Uh, yeah, um, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Him and Gordon maybe because uh, could save you a lot of money. And uh, he's a, a right footed right winger. You got out of fashion, I don't know out of fashion anymore. Right footed right winger. <laughs> the last right winger I can remember was Nicholas Alexanderson. Fucking what? Like he can play, yeah, left or right, which is which is decent. Uh, but I still do think we'll need another winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if we can ship Walcott out, because Walcott's what thirty thirty one. Twelve months left on his deal. I mean, you get rid of him, mm. then you won't. You only really got Bernard, Gordon. Yeah, Awobi. Uh, Awobi. We tried yeah. Bernard on the right as well. Didn't we remember Arsenal away, and he just didn't really. I don't remember no. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> from what we can remember. Um, he has tried Bernard a couple of times on that wide right position. He doesn't really be. He can't. Doesn't seem to be able to play, does he? Um, oh, I think he's best. He's best along the left, isn't he? Yeah, maybe he's got a good partnership with Tanya, yeah, and he's got. Yeah. He don't really want to break that. And you know, we talk about key key passes as well. He's someone that tries passes um, that aren't necessarily on as well. You know, that, that he doesn't take the easy option. He goes forward and tries to play forward. And uh, DCL only had two chances. Well, our, our forwards didn't have many chances in that game. But the two chances he had, there was one where he got he, he won the ball back, actually. Keane played a bit of a flat pass, didn't he? Yeah. Or where he won the ball back in possession, the quick inverted yeah, pass. Yeah, Yeah. And DCL, you know, rather than crossing it, as most number nines was, as a lash of goal. Mm. 
and then there was the other one where it was a bit of a build-up play with Coleman going down the side and cross, and it was a scuffed header, wasn't it? Um, so you know the, the two two really you know we could have probably done better in both of their moments. Uh, you know, and it was because he was bold, getting his head up and playing the ball forwards as well. So it gives us some. Probably you know that's probably the shine of light for me out of that game is that. Awobi has potentially got a big future at us and we said this didn't we you know we, we might see a couple of players emerge in the, you know these troubling times that, that actually it, surprise a lot of people it's been a difficult season to come in your first season as well a different club you know different area you know moving new up north and new yeah new manager yeah. you know new managers yeah so it's, it's been difficult for him so hopefully once you know we get settled and that you'll probably see the best of them I mean, I, I've, got, I've got to admit, I did expect the ghost of Ricky Van Wolfswinkel to fucking score towards the end. Uh, but, you know, again, Keane, Holgate, Pickford. I think that them is a, a, you know what I mean, a triangle he was good again, wasn't it? I thought uh, Michael Keane was my man of the match. I thought. He uh, played well, very well. Charlotte. Yeah, he, he's yeah. done well, well. Him and Holgate. The others as well. Yeah. Did you see the uh, Paddy Boylan's article today about him? No, uh, but it was only t- only literally popped up today from the uh, the athletic, and uh, basically it, it, the the upshot of it was Paul McGuinness, who was an old United coach when he was there, and he's still involved, and he set up there, worked hard of him looking at old footage to try and improve him while he was in lockdown, so they focused on three main areas, and I'll be honest, when I looked at the areas, I thought that they're exactly the three areas probably need to improve in, so. You know, they've obviously picked up what he needs Stop to do. running like a baby to that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, look at these two. N- number one, footwork. Yeah. Number two, body position. Mm. And number three, movements. That, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were probably, you know... You, Michael Keane, bingo, you'd win, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, this is, this is a lad who, who could have retreated well he hasn't he's gone in he's accepted that he needs to do better and he's obviously picked up on the well clearly picked up on the right side he's on the Michael yeah, Keane bingo no, yeah. where he needs to improve yeah. and he looks like he is isn't he you know and the, yeah very much so mate yeah the old Italian style they like these type of defences don't they yeah, you know yeah. I mean? no nonsense any. I mean he, he might have a few to those after all we've, we've all been saying you know get birds <laughs> selling you know you know what I mean yeah but I anytime you say that he seems to go on and run and do all right, doesn't he? And yeah. I can say well, him and Holgate seem to be getting a, a good little thing going there as well. Yeah, well, he, well he, he can stay for me. One, I had him first goal, so yeah. <laughs> I was quite yeah. yeah. What's your what odds you get on? Forty to one on. Forty to one. Five, five one. I haven't won on the centre half one since few years, Marty. What was it one for? Yeah. Um, I, I was crying at this because I've been saying to me mates, so I was like, I haven't had first goal scorer all season on the centre half. <laughs> But he got the corner, I was saying to Tom, I was like, fucking keen scoring me, yeah. thing, you know, it's in the back of the net. <laughs> it was great, he said as well. Great yeah. ball, proper, proper centre half either. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the type of ball that came in? Something that we've been pissed off for oh, seasons. Yeah. It was an in-swinger, wasn't it? Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I think Martina started with this fucking opposite side to take the corner, so it was out-swingers and we ended up they concede, not every single one. We, we, we've scored the most goals in corners, haven't we, this season, yeah. on ten. Yeah. And this was on match of the day, like Norwich have conceded the most. And if you watched them, they were doing zonal marking, weren't they, Norwich? Yeah. Um, the, and they just got the run on them completely. But uh, it was almost Hinchcliffe-esque, the corner, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, got his foot fucking yeah. tweaked it high. And, yeah. 
And it was great as well. It's another assist for them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's another assist for his name. Two clean sheets in two games as part of the defence. So, yeah. you know, you couldn't ask for anything more. No, no. As well. um, so, one fella that come up and was praising, um, well, Keane mainly, but also went on to praise Holgate, was uh, Rio Ferdinand. And he was talking about, obviously, when him and Vid, uh, had that understanding at United, now really made a good, you know, partnership, like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's not too dissimilar, really, you know, I know Vidic was a fantastic centre-half, so Keane's got a lot of work to do. But, you know, Holgate certainly got the makings of a, a top young centre-half, even Sunes said, you know, that he, he believed, you know, took something to it for him to say, but he, he was praising him as well, you know, mm-hmm. said he was a stand-up player, so. Yeah, and the more that he plays together as well. Yeah. Yeah, they got a better understanding. You know, and, yeah. I, I suppose as well, we're kind of going to come on to it and we can't just skip on to it now, but I suppose what you will do when a new manager takes place is you, you'll criticise players because you'll think he was part of the problem. You know, you put you, because you can't help it, you know what I mean, because you can't just blame the manager. But I suppose there's an element to it where, you know, maybe the manager wasn't giving them the right tools, the right system, the right patience, the right setups, and all of a sudden we're seeing a lot of. A lot of players like Awobi, Keane, Holgate, all these players seem to be setting up a level, don't they, under Ancelotti? So, mm. we said this, should we, you know, everyone deserves a clean slate when he takes over? Oh, we're, yeah. now, we're now starting to see it, aren't we, really? Much, so mate, yeah. I know, we've been, we've been probably guilty of it, you know, well, we have, in fact, it's, we might end up with a centre our partnership that we, <laughs> we both had some stage. We were the 12 months ago. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. No, everyone's there, but yeah, I mean, some of them have been there and they're just shit. <laughs> and you can't polish it say. people who the family get another like Schneiderlin yeah people like that but most most of them do do they have a chance yeah like everyone slated Pickford under Silva mm. and then since Nancy Lassie's come in he, he's been solid yeah alright he's not the, the goal against Man U he maybe he should have saved but like he's, he's another one who's been solid Co- Coleman yeah, yeah. He's been a, a, a couple of them as well do you look like the playing without the pressure of the of the crowd. Yeah, we yeah, just like the yeah. the pressure's off a few of them. Yeah. I think Pickford's one of them. Yeah, no, he, he, you know he's one. Um, and don't forget, you know, we said this about Pickford's time and time again. You know, if a silly bit comes in, I'd be tempted, but mm. he's England's number one. Albeit that we had a bit of a discussion last night, didn't we? With uh, Andy Elphinstone, we were chatting away on the chat, mm. and he's got a valid point saying that all right, well, we haven't got. The keepers that we used to have, we haven't got Nigel Martins and the Siemens and all that. Mm. But he's, he is the, probably the best of a bad bunch, isn't he, out there? Uh, yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Even Lloris and Tahey and all that. Bad bunch. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, he deserves his place amongst, doesn't he? For, 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 me, he's, for me, he's the fourth best in the league. Yeah. Obviously, behind the Liverpool goalie. Edison. Edison. And then a toss up between the guy yeah. and. The one at Sheffield United, the rest was shite. Yeah. I mean, and Henderson, he, two and people. And, he, and, he's been, and he's been shit yeah. since he come back. So it's, you know what I mean, sometimes it's, you're always wanting the next best thing, but, mm. you know, it, do, do you really need them? Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you've got a top manager there, they can work with them. Mm. And I we've always said this, we just you need someone to put an arm around them and, and just mature them a bit. Fucking hell, Carlo Ancelotti couldn't ask for a better figure. Could you no, to get the best no. out of players? I think, he, I think, you know, you look at Pickford and he has got a bit of a screw loose. You know, mm-hmm. when he, when he interviews, yeah, he, you can know, he can't keep still. But I think sometimes when the crowd is there and they're giving him a bit of stick, he gets in, he gets involved. You can see him turning around and, and just reacting a little bit. And I just think without the crowd there, he just looks a completely different keeper. Well, that, you know, that, we must do it in our, in our job. Mm-hmm. If, if you go to work and someone goes, 
you can't do your job, you're shit. Mm. Canal, you turn an arm and go like, cough. Mm. Well, imagine, imagine 30, 40 arms saying it to you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, we've, no, we've noticed that a few times, haven't we, at the ground? And you, yeah. you can see him, and when his head goes, it goes. Well, mm-hmm. it, interestingly, it kind of leads us on to nicely someone that, yeah, again, I've probably gave a lot of grief to, and, and others have, you know, and sometimes you, you, we, we can't get in a place where we want to be proved right and want players to, to fail. You've got to be in a place where the players have proven you wrong, in mm-hmm. fact, and you're willing to accept that you were wrong. And I think that um, Gilfie Sigurdsson has been someone that's been under massive scrutiny, and certainly I've been calling him out that night for, mm-hmm. for a period of time because I don't think he was good enough. But again, clean slate. You know, he probably struggled at first, maybe playing in that 4 4 2. Certainly the derby stood out. But okay, he came in yesterday, and he, I think again, you look at his passes, he had 18 passes. Uh, and the I mean this is outstanding this uh, outstanding <laughs> mastery no one you <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was ninety four point seven percent passing ratio that's outstanding for someone playing in the middle of the park or even I know technically it doesn't matter whether you're home away at the moment but that's an outstanding ratio of passing isn't it that? yeah if that was if that was one of the most best fans in the field that would that was like shabby in the after. Mm. It'd be on Sky Sports all over. Oh, I know, yeah. You know what I mean? Highlighting it, but... I know, like, he only played half... What, did he come on at half time? Yeah. yeah. But he, I thought it changed when he came on, didn't it? And, yeah, well... You know, well, Tom, this will probably highlight why. Tom Davies, who... Shit. Well, <laughs> uh, he backed it, yeah. I mean, he, again, to be fair, done all right the week before, poor this week, but, you know, he's either or there about. I'm not saying he should start, but this was a particularly poor one because he had 65.2% possession. Mm. Uh, sorry, pass completion ratio, so that's... Significantly less, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's again, if, again, like I mean, getting back to Sigurdsson, I think he's another player that looks like he's playing better without the crowd there. Yeah, you know, I, I thought he'd done well against Liverpool when he came on as well down the left. Um, and I thought he'd done well there, but yet, yeah, Davis, what he was poor, really poor first half, and back to his usual self. It, it was, it, it, it's it's getting hard sometimes. To you couldn't wait for this one, could you? No, <laughs> no, I must admit, it, it's. It's hard defending him at times because he, he was he stunk the house out. He, he was yeah, he's, I mean, he's on a right the week before, but when when last Wednesday, back back to his usual. Self-trait. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's helping as well. With Gomez isn't like fat flying like he once was. Was he? Yeah. He's still trying to get back up to full fitness and that. So, um, I think. No, I think it's you know yeah, we're under no illusion that we're not saying Dan Day. I'm I, I'm. I give him all the time in the world, but I'm not indicating that Tom Davies should be starting every game. Ideally for me, Tom Davies, just have him as a rotation player, learn in the background, take all the pressure off him, bring him on for, you know, here and there, you know, and use him that way. But at the moment, we've got no other solution other than playing him because with that thread there yeah, in the centre, aren't we? Shouldn't be in that position really to put him under that pressure, but, it, you know, it was, it was particularly poor. But, you know, if we focus on the Sigurdsson angle, you know, he just made such a difference in the size. I'll be honest, I think he's Davis has played himself out the team and I think Sigerson's has played played himself in the team as well. Yeah, it wouldn't, um, wouldn't surprise me. You know that's the only change. That's the only change, yeah. Yeah. But he, he, he did like I mean Sigurdsson was doing the, his defensive duties as well. You know, he was trapping back, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Making tackles and bluffing and stuff and showed the different side to his game actually. Second half, but as you say, you've got to give credit where credit's due. And yeah. He's done well. 
I, I suppose the one good thing is with Sigurdsson that I, I mean again people don't know how close his last time he scored goals and stuff but we do know mm. that he can go on a run of scoring goals mm. and he has always got something in his locker hasn't he where he can unlock games out as mm. we saw against Leicester funny enough yeah. you know what I mean when he, he sent Madison for a fucking the, the echo didn't he yeah and smashed it in the top corner yeah, he has got not, not many players I mean, can do that type of thing even a derby it was like uh, Charleston's chance where he scored it I mean I started from Sigurdsson winning the ball setting it off and TCL is yeah. over uh, TCL's header it was Sigurdsson's corner wasn't it so yeah. he does have an influence still has an influence yeah, going, you know, even if it is dead ball at times but whether he's the long term solution no, he, it's still big you know again clean slate mm-hmm. big question mark we know he's got quality you know, so short term, I think yeah, definitely look, get him in again mm. and see. You know, let let him let him give him a chance. It was interesting, Ancelotti's comments. I think I showed you the um, he's saying about him, Baines and Coleman. He thinks the man, man, yeah, man, man, man. surprised nope. me that you know not obviously we don't see this side of things, <laughs> but I did think to me, I'm fucking sick of time to see him speak. <laughs> but then you just, I suppose it's hard to judge, isn't it, for yeah. like the crowd, like, but he might be saying really meaningful things, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, quite, yeah, I'm not saying that, hasn't that? It's probably showed a bit of a side that I, don't, I haven't seen, but yeah, I mean, yeah. fucking hell, you know what I mean? The one fella that I would have said, no, definitely not, <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ancelotti yeah. knows his stuff, doesn't he, I suppose, yeah. Um, so subs, we, we, he seems to seem a bit of a, a trend of making some like a flurry of late subs. Mm. I don't know, you know, if it's Obviously, it's something to do. You can only make subs in certain periods, not three periods, isn't it? Yeah, it's like half times, not half time. It's, it's fucking like it's Todd, mm. and then it's like sixty minutes, seventy-five, and then eighty-five plus. I think. Yeah, well, I think you can make the three. Well, I don't know, but quite on that. I, I, I think it was more. There is, there is a, a three window. Yeah. It is three windows. I think it is, but you can you. Half times like a gimme, you can use half times. Yeah, that's, that's not one. Um, because the, the water oh. breaks, you can't use them, even though they're off the pitch. But if anyway. someone goes down injured, you can, could you make one then? I think you can, I think it's the free period, yeah. Free periods, yeah. Uh, but he does seem to be making these subs quite like, I mean, Keane pretty much had 80 minutes, so just before, Dane's 87 minutes, Gordon. I mean, I do think we, we, you could see we needed the extra energy, so that's probably why on this occasion, but... There's been a bit of a trend of him using subs quite late. Yeah, isn't it's there? quite late. Mm. And that might be that he wants, that he wants his team. It's like he's trying to use it as pre-season mm. to get them players fit. Because in reality, they're only going to have a, a four-week break, mm. aren't they? And then that 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 will be like like pre-season and straight back into it. Mm. Yeah. So probably out of out of the subs, um, two two of the things that. Could say is that I, I still want Keane to get more minutes. Last ten minutes, if he got booked in the first first couple of seconds, but um, again, I'll never I'll never criticise him because I was in our last playing for he wasn't like kicking people yeah. all the time. So I like players to come on and get stuck in, and he just you know, albeit might be a bit slightly misguided, but the fact he turns up and gives someone a bit of a you know, but you know, showing that he's there, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Sometimes the first ones are free anyway. Mm. You know, the referee's quite mm-hmm. reluctant, aren't he? So, um, he's coming on and trying to make a difference. So, I want to see probably him get longer at some stage, maybe against one of the lesser sides coming up. But yeah, he should, he should do. Um, but I was, I was, I was annoyed with him when he was dribbling out of the, the box. <laughs> I almost admit because, yes. you know, do you. They were, they were on the working hard to get it. Yeah, and I was like, just fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 
was so, furious that he, was, he come on it. It was almost like a right midfield mm-hmm. position, wasn't it? I, I prefer the man up the field, trying to hit them on the break as opposed to mm-hmm. getting that deep. Yeah. Get himself in the position where he's at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and we've been saying this for ages, but uh, a, a partnership with Baines and Zinye could reinforce that left hand side. This was the first time we got to see it. Yeah. That way. And so, you know, I think he, he moved Baines back to left back, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Into left. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he uses that again. Mm-hmm. I, I thought fucking um, Norwich just got that formation and um, the start left. No wrong as well when I seen it, I thought. Yeah. Just um, left, I would say, well, three of the best players, really, isn't he? Striker. Campwell. Campwell and... And Brenzier. Uh, Brenzier was the one who, who, who... That wits free kick that it, it caused chaos. Yeah, yeah. There he ends up in the net. It's a bit wide, didn't it? Um, but, you know, it's... I, I think he's just a shit man, personally. Like, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, like, yeah. he's a bit, bit trite, isn't he? Yeah. Um, sooner they go, the better. As soon as they see him fall to his pedal in die hard, they should never... <laughs> I'd love to take him in, really. Um, so, um, just moving on anyway. Um, looking at the Premier League now, we're sitting in 12th. We obviously, although it seems like we're not going anywhere, we get, you know, we're pulling the other sides closer to us. So, I think now, if you just look at the league, we're 12 41 points in front. You've got Burnley 42, Palace 42, Arsenal 43, Sheffield United, who've been dragged right back into Milton 44, yeah. and Spurs on 45. So, between 12th and 7th, there's four points. So, it's really bunching up in there, isn't it? Uh, and just mm-hmm. past that, you've got United on 49. Wolves have played a game extra on 52, but we've got to play Wolves as well. So, um. I think that will put them in the United States. Yeah, so it's not unachievable, is what, it? What is the, what's the position what's it going down to for, a, for Europe? Seven, isn't it? But it depends on City. Who wins City. The no, it depends on City's outcome. City, oh, that's it, goes yeah. Away. But, yeah. like, we, them teams you've mentioned, we've got to play them all, apart yeah. from yeah. apart from Palace and, I think that's it, and Burnley. Yeah, Palace yeah. and Burnley, we haven't, we haven't got to... We've got Leicester Spurs, Southampton, Wolves, Villa, Sheffield United and Bournemouth. Well that's what I mean, so like them bad them players. last three. I expect nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sim- simple as that. There's well, no reason why Everton can't go on a run now to the end of the season. Well, I was saying in one of our other groups, like I'm, I'm realistically how many points are you getting out of the rest? Well there's twenty one points in play, isn't there? I mean Leicester haven't come back very no. Really good, though, do you know what I mean? So we got them next. And they played Saturday. Yeah. We've had a week off. So. I, don't, yeah. I honestly don't see it at the moment getting beat. I don't think we're a soft touch. I, I said we'd get something everywhere apart from Tottenham. Yeah. I think, so, we'll, win, I think we, we'll win Wednesday. Maybe we might sneak a draw. Mm. But Southampton are picking up. They're so, just behind as well, aren't they? So yeah. I'd ex- but again, we're at home. I'd expect to beat them. Wolves, they're not doing too bad. So, mate. So if if you look at twenty one points, say for example, we'll just be generous, knock out six. I would so, fifteen, I'd say. Or five. Well, yeah. Fifteen. So fifteen points. Fifteen points, I'd I'd be happy with that. You'd like to think that probably get you sneaking into the other one, yeah. What would how many would that put us on? Fifteen fifty seven? Yeah, yeah. No and that that means you take on points off the teams above you as well. Around, yeah. yeah. So that's very much on, mate. You know, you know, I'm just about we're not playing Arsenal now. You're looking disarray, you know, that, that yeah, we just went to the Arsenal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fixtures came the wrong time for us, didn't they? Yeah, 
Um, yeah, what can you say to you? Obviously, it probably leads on to about the the captain thing. I I hated this one when we got when when it came out that we had to have a team of captains. I fucking hated the the, the idea of that. Mm. I prefer having a club captain and a vice captain. Mm. I mean, I, I pre- preferably prefer the the club captain to be one of the first names on the team sheet, if not the first name. Sure, and yeah. if he's not the first name on the team sheet, uh, there's something going on because he's our captain. He should be like fucking leading the mm-hmm. way. Um, so obviously Carlo's had a bit of time now and probably won't make anything in season, will he? Now you probably no, will. Um, but the, was it, what is the team of captains we've got? Sigurdsson, Coleman, Zinye, the three players he mentioned, yeah. and. I'd be after. I don't. I mean, if it was up to me in the summer, I'd I'd give Mike Mason Holgate. He's just signed a new contract. I've seen enough now for me to, to suggest yeah, that you, you know. The, yeah. The, he, he is even as passing the other day was I thought was outstanding. If the the yeah. only thing I say against that is what he's only twenty two, isn't he? Twenty three. Yeah. So it's whether you want to put that extra pressure on. Yeah. He'll probably he'll, he'll be able to it. handle it, but mm. it's whether you just want to. Just leave it with Coleman for now. Yeah. Mm. And let him just focus on his game and prove and then go. Maybe put him as vice captain or something like that. No, I wouldn't even say that. Maybe like when Sig because I think Sigurdsson's vice captain, isn't he? Yeah. yeah or Baines. But, Baines, but bizarrely Baines about that, play. we could have three then not on the pitch going into next season, couldn't we? Yeah, if it's. That's the problem that I've got with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a, we have three captains and, and, and none of them. Yeah. Are definitely I, going to start. I, I, I always like um, my captain to, to be a centre half. Yeah. You know, from yeah. looking from the, the back out and yeah. organising. I, I think he's capable of doing it. All right. But, but like, I agree with Baz, maybe in a couple of years' time, maybe. Yeah. It's a, it's a big question. Yeah. Um, and I, I definitely think he's captain material. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I know Thomas Ancelotti would be looking at that, Ronnie, because again, you know, he seems to be a traditional type of manager, and Italians have always had great leaders. You know, so you might have said, you know, within your five year contract, you will be become captain as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I suppose Dinier, you could argue, is going to start every game, so anyone just give it to him, but I just don't know. I don't see him as a captain, I don't know what it is. I know, I don't, I don't, I don't. Again, maybe too quiet, you know. Maybe it's my mindset. I don't like this role model captain stuff. I like my captain to be, mm. you know, a fucking arse on the pitch, giving it loads. Like, you want like a really keen energy captain. Yeah. Like, yeah. A proper shit out. Yeah. And all they can do that. Yeah, so. I think if you went through our team, you'd have to look at him. But you so would really, really say, um, like the obvious ones, Coleman will probably be it maybe for next season as well. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I can't really see anybody else who will be. Can't. Tony Bradshaw will be listening to this, we don't even have all this Coleman love. He's been giving us loads about Coleman for ages, but uh, um, he's, yeah, again, clean slate, he, he's, he's really playing well. You give credit where it's due, don't you? Yeah. You know, when they are playing well, but when they're playing shy, just because it's James Coleman, you don't just say, oh, nah, he's great. Yeah, he um, weren't were playing well. I didn't think. I always think as long as you support no, them, as long as you're prepared to change your mindset. Yeah. And you're not just wanting players to fail, just to just prove yourself wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We should all want Everton players to succeed at all times. Yeah. And even if that means you being told you're not the expert of football with John of Azar because we're not getting paid millions of pounds to to be in charge, and even those that are, 
half fucking shite like Marco Silva at times. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, football's a game of opinions. Um, so we just look at the uh, the old preview. Um, moving on to the uh, the Leicester game. Um, probably uh, team news of note that James Madison's out. Um, he was touching go. Uh, but it looks as though he's going to be out, which I think is a good thing straight away. Yeah, that's oh, I think um, in the cup game, mm. Goodison, he he dominated the he, yeah. he he was. He's good player. He was early, brother. He's good mates with uh, Tom Cavalier as well, isn't he? So I don't know, sometimes I always think that, you know, because they're mates. When you play with your mates, yeah, you do yeah. get one over, don't you? So I hate that factor that, that's there as well. Mm. So I'm kind of glad that he's not there. The one of real note is that Vardy has been stuck on 99 goals for a significant length of time. Jinxed it now, pal. Yeah. Well, it was on, it's coming, you know exactly what it was on Twitter. People <laughs> said, that I've, oh, someone said on an episode, and you should know better, says on Twitter saying, Vardy can't score. Why is everyone going about Vardy still? Oh. Yeah, he's only scored one goal since the turn of the year, and yeah. he's been stuck on ninety nine goals. It's just like I read it straight away and just thought, oh, and you never learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know what's coming. Though, oh, so. you know exactly what's coming. If if you want to make some money, twenty quid on first goal. When yeah, uh, and the odds are probably slightly higher because he's not mm. being slotted. Mm, uh, but yeah, no, James Vardy mm. first goal. Can we get two, mate? You know, two or three goals to win the game? That's a question for me. But we all know he's going to score. Yeah. Um, Leicester's record has been less than impressive at the moment, but the you know the, they're in and around games, and Chelsea are a very good side as we know and in form. So they were in the game pretty much most of the game until that the uh, the rats scored to win the game. Uh, but they've only had one clean sheet in three, scored two and three, and obviously um, you know they they're desperate for a win, aren't they? You know that yeah, well, they're in Champions League, aren't they? So. So they're going to want this game big yeah. time, aren't they? They're going to come out the traps flying. Um, I mean, if you look at the the, the team that's likely to play, you've got Tielemans, who I was, if I was to look at a player and say, an Everton, you know, an Everton player under Moyes when that side's really good, Tielemans strikes me as, you know, a, a Moyes type. Yeah, a little box to box, not even a box to box midfielder. He's got a bit of a shot on him as well, hasn't he? Um, obviously, they've got Barnes and Chilwell down at left, particularly good. Yeah. Uh, indeed, he was a bit of a interception master, isn't he? In the middle, that'll be interesting down the left. Actually, Chilwell coming and a Wolby would be perfect there. Yeah, down yeah. the right for us. So that'd be a good little battle. Yeah, I think I don't think they're right side that strong. Um, well, the right, who's the right back? Do you know me? Like Ricardo, I think it is. Yeah, he's injured. Is he injured? Well, that's good. Fucking hell! I didn't recognise the right back that they played. To be honest with you. James. That was it, yeah. He was from Luton or something. There you go, so you've got two big players out there. And, and they've got Iosi right. Perez as well, right, mate? Yeah. So he's not a big big lad either, is no. he? Um, so he, that, that possibly an area we can look to exploit there, the right-hand side, isn't yeah. it? Uh, and it leads me nicely on to, 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 uh, to something we we're going to say. Um, but a few things I was suggesting is that um, they play with a free midfield, so what we don't want to be doing is getting overloaded but we've shown against Liverpool we can play against the free, free midfield we just maybe have to be a bit more resolute sit mm. back a bit more keep the mm. low block in front of the defence um, and crowd out the edge of the box what we don't want they've got a couple of good shots on them there as well like the Tielemans uh, obviously Normie Madison but he's not there Perez is known to us a screaming or two so we want to crowd them out in that area on the edge of the box and ideally even if they've got Ineacho Vardy and Ineacho aren't the strongest in the air 
So ideally, what you'd want to do is force them down the channels to throw crosses in rather than playing little yeah. tiny balls on the edge of the box. Um, so, I mean, again, if you're looking at the first 11, there's a couple of questions in there. Can Gilfie and Gomez be as disciplined as they're going to need to be in this game? Davies obviously done it against Liverpool. I'm particularly impressed with doing it. But then on form, you say Gilfie should come in, so I don't go well, out now to both of you. So. Was it start of him? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I think he's experienced enough to, to know that role. If Ancelotti tells him how to play a certain role, I think he'll do it. Um, him and Gomez in the middle, yeah, why not? You know, they play well second half. It's the first time I've really seen them two play together in central midfield and thought they'd done well. So I, I think they're more than capable of, 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 doing, of doing that, yeah, very much so. Yeah, no, I, I agree with me. Um, Sigurdsson's done well when he come on. I feel more shot. confident with Sigurdsson in the middle than Davis at the moment. I feel, I feel more confident with, with <laughs> fucking made sense in the field. <laughs> no, I would. Um, I like you say, if their right isn't, isn't, isn't as what it normally is, um, Bernard's a clever little player. He could expose them down the left with, with Lucas Dean. So the one change I make is guilty for Tom, Tom Davis. That's it. So yeah. a couple of areas I'll ask you. Barry first. Um, Awobi. You start to get on right, or would you bring Sadiba in and just sit back? No, Awobi again. So, back four picks itself, yeah? Any objections? Or no, back, back four. Picks back, yeah. back itself for me. Much so. so, the left-hand side... Nina's fifth as well now, isn't he? He's yeah. He'll probably be on the bench. And you'd expect Gomez again, you know, he's had a few games now, he might step it up again a mm. little bit. He's had a week off, haven't he, so he should be all right. Which is a big factor as well, because yeah. Leicester has played four fixtures to what, and this will be our third, will mm. Yeah. Uh, sorry, they're going to their fourth round to our third. We've had the seven-day break to their 72 hours, so. Mm. Um, the question mark then becomes probably the left and the two strikers. Um, I think two things on it, and I'll see what you think here. I'd be half tempted to play Richarlison down there. Just because, you know, again, although he has been playing up front, I do think he is good at tracking back, he's resolute down there and all that kind of thing. And I think that maybe it might just make him a bit harder to mark because I think he struggled up front the other game. Um, mm. And I'll just bring Moise Keane for a bit of fresh legs up front next to TCL. But I just kind of do get what you've just mentioned. Um, so I'll start with you, Mitch. Who, who, who would you play across them three for left wing? Uh, Bernard left, uh, Sigurdsson, Gomez, Iwobi, DCL to Charleston. Stick with yeah. I'd stick with it, yeah. I'd, yeah. Like I say, I'll just make the one change. Um, I think Keane will get his chance at some point to, you know, the, the games will come thick and fast, but I just I keep it how it is. Really. Just not for that game. Yeah. No, I just keep it how it is. At the Bernard minute. Bernard did play well, didn't he, actually? Um, yeah, he did well. The last away against him, was it? Yeah,いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや
Yeah. I mean, he, he, I thought he's gone all right against Liverpool. Like, you know, he's first start right, and all that. But again, I wouldn't change it personally, but he should be in with a shelter. He could, or he could be in with a shelter, should I say. No, I'd stick with the, mm. the same chronology apart from Sigurdsson and Fergus and I mean, Gordon looks a good player as well, doesn't he? And it's an interesting one with him because he's kind of a problem we didn't realise we'd have. You know what I mean? We didn't kind of think that Gordon would be in a position where he's in contention to start and all of a sudden Ancelotti, you know, seems to really race him. Um, it's interesting to, you know, it makes me wonder because he did say, um, I'm sorry, just uh, spoke with a bit of red wine, <laughs> uh, but he did say, uh, didn't he, that um, he was here for the long haul. That was yeah. something that we haven't discussed um, and that, you know, it's actually not a short-term project, you think? No, hopefully it's not. Hopefully he does see his contract out and he's the year longer. So that, that maybe change things a bit, do you think? That's why he is. Obviously, there's a lot of criticism in the modern game that managers are here for a short period of time. They don't give young players a chance and all that. Do you think that's why he's trying to incorporate the likes of Gordon? And he, you know, obviously, this is the one because he brands contracts up in 12 months, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I'm being honest, I don't see the point in his director of footy. Mm. I don't. It's like you... It's like you going to do your job, but someone saying to you, nah, I'm giving you that to go and do it, and you might, and you're like, I don't want it. I think the idea is, isn't it, uh, is the, the, I'm not saying I agree, but I think the idea of it is that the manager can just concentrate on managing the size, mm. and that if he has to do everything, such as contract, he might fall out with players and all that kind of thing, where in effect that gets handled out of his hands, he just mm. concentrates on picking the sides, motivating the players, and also that managers can technically come and go, but the, but the general principles and style and direction remains the same because the director of football is the constants in the background. I think I think now the big difference is Ancelotti's there, yeah. personally. I mean, I, I like brands, um, but you'd have Marco Silva there, and he probably told him who he's getting, or say, no, you're having him. Whereas I think him and Ancelotti will probably talk a little bit more and go, no, I, I think him. I think they'll sort of listen to each other. Yeah. Rather than just I could just imagine Silver to be a nod and don't go, yeah. Yeah, get yeah, it. You know what I mean? So the dynamics almost may have changed yeah. since Ancelotti's coming. Yeah. I agree there, but, but if if Brands does bring the players in and now we um they don't work, mm. it's not him getting the shot, is mm. it? It's the manager. Yeah, no, so no, no. I'd I'd say if I was the manager I'd be like Look, they're the players I want. Yeah, you, you don't just get me. Yeah, you don't get me. Yeah. Which, which not, I'm hoping now. Which that's how it should be. We might start seeing that a bit more. That's that's how it know. should be. Because how many times did you see it in the summer of last year? And it was like we were getting Zaha. It was Zaha in the last minute. It was a Wolby, wasn't it? And then yeah, it, it was loads of like things that we were getting in, we were getting in, and I don't know, it was just a bit chaotic. Well, you've got to look at the teams. There's not. I don't think there's many teams that do well with the director of footy. Mm. So, like we had the glorified PE teacher and Steve. Yeah, yeah it's a prime example. Oh, when you say many teams, you mean many teams in in the Premier League. So obviously they've got them in Europe, haven't they? No, but the club. All right. So apart from like the proper, the big clubs, you can't look at a club the same size as Everton and say there's a man with a director of footy. I can't name one. <laughs> yeah. So it might not work for us because. Obviously, we we can't just go out and spend sixty million on a world class player. Mm. So, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not against everyone. I just... You just think there's another side to a positive? I just think... I think there's more negatives to positives. Yeah. Myself. Um, it'd be interesting to see. You know, I think we'll see. Obviously, in the next... You'd expect over the next few months, you know, that he'd sign either a big contract or, he, you know, he's off there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Is this, what, is this only his second year? Has he had a three year to that? It seems oh, like a three year. He's only been here three, uh, two years, hasn't he? He's coming with silver. It's the end of the second year. Well, it's 12, 12 months left, I believe, in the summer, isn't he? Mm. Come in, yeah, he's coming with silver, mm. didn't he? So maybe it was a three year contract, but I mean, I, I, I'm more of thinking that's. I just prefer Carlo Mangiati to be able to concentrate on what he's doing. I know that, but, he, but I his think, previous clubs, has he worked under the director of it's not what something I you know what fans, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd like to assume at some of the clubs he's been at, you know, the size of like, like to Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. Um, I'm not too sure about Napoli. He did, he did yeah. in the Chelsea, did he? Yeah, the um, No, no, but again, it, I, I just don't think, I think for once we've got it right at the moment, and, and brands, as much as people still question some of the signings, I think it's done his best work's been getting rid of a lot of the shit that we've got. I mean, I listened to Everton Business Masters the other day and, and Arts were talking on that, talking about the cost of Snyderland. And I think we had to say, I think he was on the book value of about just under £5 million. Pounds. And we've got a nominal fee for him, so we'll lose money over the fa- you know short term. But over the um, over next season, I think we end up making money. Mm. Um, well, making money back, you know, we're going to have that the outlay. Yeah, we go to the it's twenty grand a week, are you? No, uh, so we make money on that, and obviously, um, the fact that we went out free makes a difference as well. But I'm not too, um, not not too sure, um, <coughs> in terms of that. But I think a lot of his a lot of his good work has been getting rid of some of the shit that we've got. I think he hasn't really had the chance to enjoy the fruits of the labour because he's been fucking weighed yeah, down yeah, by the shit that's gone before. Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it, imagine what was he? What were you? Where would where would we have been if he had Steve Walsh's role and just had all that money? Three hundred million. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, without any constraints um, and yeah. all the issues that we had then. And, and so I think he's basically cleared up somebody else's mess. He hasn't really had a chance. And uh, again, you know, we're expecting we're buying younger and younger players, so you expect them to be as they fit in like what we are. You know, you'd expect them to start mm. not hit the ground running as such, but you know the. 18 months to three years, you start expecting them to all click together, you know, and you start getting a bit of a common path forward. Um, I, I just keep them on for now, but yeah, now I can see your point where you're going with it. Um, one fella that I do want to mention just to close is the fucking gobshite fascist Paolo Zaccanio, where I think Paolo Zaccanio's highlight of his managerial career was getting a Sunderland fan who got a tattoo on his back that looked like someone from the Goonies celebrating on his knees. After beating Newcastle three 0 but this man has apparently been given a microphone or a pen again and being allowed to spout off shit, and he was questioning Carlo Ancelotti. Um, so thoughts? I haven't even read it. I don't know. He, he I, read, I read it before. He said like anything. It's like listening to a fucking dog me out, isn't it? I mean, who's he to tell Carlo Ancelotti anything about management? You know, I I seen somebody says Carlo Ancelotti's won more Champions Leagues than he's won games in the Prem. Yeah. 
you know, he was sacked after 13 games in 2013. Oh, I, don't, I don't know where he's paid yeah, up from. Or something. One of them wins for against Devon. Why is it not surprising? <laughs> um, but again, you know, you might as well buy him a set of diamonds earrings and fucking put him next to that chance of Charlie Nicholas on Saturday, mightn't you? Because he's about as relevant as him and fucking Mason's, you know, sat yeah. on the side of him. Yeah, he's, he's done that in his career. He scored a fucking good goal and that was about it. Yeah. The one for West Ham, that was a bit of a journeyman. Fucking okay, no mark, wasn't he really? And uh, co- why is he talking about Ancelotti anyway? Well, I mean, my, my biggest issue with it, not even that he's talking about him, is that he's been allowed to talk about him. This is a fella who was doing Nazi salutes mm-hmm. and uh, Miliband got, had to walk at Sunderland because they, re- they basically realised that the employees are fascist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not going to say what I was going to say about him, but they, they realised they, 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 they employed someone who does Nazi salutes and, and is a fascist. And... He got sacked from Sky Italia, basically, because he had this um, fascist um, tattoo. Um, I, 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 this was a few years ago, so I don't understand. So this is the problem I've got. Right, the mainstream, mainstream media okay, you know, are capable of, of pushing narratives and, and making change. Now, we've seen with our Moise Keane banner the positive side of what the media can do and momentum and social media and all that kind of stuff. But we need to stop giving people airtime who are like, who are Nazis, who are fascists, who are being sacked because of their, you know, horrible mm. views that they have, and and you know the media, not even the media interview and the British media are giving this fella oxygen to speak. Mm. Stop giving fascists fucking time. Stop giving racists a microphone. Mm. You know, Katie Ockens got took off Twitter, fucking rightfully so. Mm. Let's stop giving these fucking horrible people. A second in the media because every time you do, you undermine all the work that's going on mm. with Black Lives Matter, with kicking out, with show races in the red cars. You know, all the efforts that we're making to make a better society, we're just fucking, might as well just piss it down the drain if we're going to still give a microphone to, you know, to, to Katie Hopkins or, or to people like him. Mm. You know, obviously there was the announcement today that the uh, BM. Uh, BAME representatives, uh, representatives were, there was going to be real focus on the FA to you know to get people into coaching people into senior roles within the FA and it, it, you know it should have happened years ago should have happened decades ago mm. um, it's wrong the way things are and I, I just think again I'm sorry to rant but De Canio is a fucking prick he's never done anything and stop giving these fucking idiots air time yeah I thought I I bet you Carl doesn't even bat an eyelid at that. No. He won't be asked one bit about him fucking saying that, will he? No, no. Not so. Not well, you're not getting any attention or something. Really, you know? really shite. Um, and basically, just so you know, what he, what he, what he did say, uh, Barry, he said um, that he found that Carlo Ancelotti is an average manager. Well, probably didn't use the word average, but he said he found his level at Napoli, and that's why he didn't win anything. They're basically attributing the success to being at big clubs. Mm. I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. I think he has a, a list of accomplishments. What Ancelotti's done and what he's done. I don't know what he's done. He's done a lot. I think he's won, he's won a couple of medals as a squad player at Milan and Juventus. Um, didn't he? A promotion at Lazio and to Serie A. Um, didn't he win nothing as a manager Swindon or something he was yeah, at didn't he win the fucking league or something with that let's be honest we, we'd win the fucking league with Swindon 
Yeah, I mean the fellas won't fuck all, isn't he? He's a horrible, mm. horrible individual. Um, the only thing I'll ever praise him on is when he picked the ball up mm. at Goodison. And that's the thing. I mean, I yeah. But other than that, yeah. But um, no, it, it it just really upsets me to see people, and I you know what. It's not even the people interviewing that that I'm, I'm that bothered at because they, they you know it might be some bit pass company in Italy because Sky Italia sacked him you know what I mean they suspended him and all that with the tattoo so right well they've done the right thing mm. but why are the British media getting involved why are they reporting it like he's mm. some important figure mm. and like he's got something serious to say mm. you know it's this they're empowering them they're pretty much saying. This fella who's a fascist, his opinion matters. Mm. And I'm sorry, I, everyone's entitled to his opinion, but racists for me and fascists have no place at all in, in the British media. Mm. And they shouldn't be anywhere near it. And it, it really upsets me, to be honest with you. Um, you know, again, you know, obviously our banner, it was talked about in Italy, you know, we've seen it the other, other day, obviously the game. Uh, but, you know, I think at the time, I think it was some AC Milan supporters, it, Roma supporters, it. And the the you know the 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 interior of sports or whatever isn't it? His title was basically was saying why are Everton fans questioning Italian sport? You know, mm. there's a, a lot still going on down there. Um, Carlo Ancelotti is one of the, the things that are going right. Yeah, <laughs> and you know let 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 the fella do his job. Be about. thankful we've got him in charge and not the canyon. Yeah. So um, I don't think I've got any more points of business to raise really uh, obviously it's looking all right isn't it you know it's we're achieving better than we expected good as can be good as can be you know we're not being beaten we're keeping clean sheets yeah we've got a fucking world-class manager and he the, the world-class manager loves Crosby yeah and is looking yeah. younger every time that we see him you know? yeah no, he <laughs> he's got his Marks and Spencer's cashmere jumper on or his Italian handmade suit He's looking the part and, and doing the business and, and that's all we can ask for right now, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, Probably be back again next week. Short turnarounds again, trying to find the hours in the day. But uh, mm. up the blues, Um, just one last one. Score against Leicester, I'm going 2-1 Everton. I was just going to say 2-1 Everton. 3-1. Yeah. 3-1 Everton. Everton, yeah. You're going to say Leicester then? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> right, 2-1 Vardy, first goal. I'm going yeah, let's let yeah. let's let's say Vardy. We all go Vardy first goal. No, I want the centre half again, please. Yeah, little forty to one shout. Yeah, that scorecast. I think. Yeah, yeah, that'll do me. You've made me compelled to go and put one on that. Little scorecast. Right. <laughs> uh, bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening.